Welcome to the Israel Daily News Podcast. I'm your host, Shanna Fold, and I'm here to get you caught up quickly. Today, I come to you with an impromptu podcast. I don't normally do this, but there was a huge breaking news scenario tonight in Israel, or should I say early morning in Israel around 4 a.m. in the morning, in which a hostage deal was voted on and agreed upon, and Israel could see its hostages come home as early as Thursday. I went live on social media in order to give all the details that I have about this deal to you live and as quickly as possible. I've picked up the pieces using my podcasting equipment to give you a bit of an intro and an outro, especially because my audio cut out during the live feed on Instagram. So this is an impromptu podcast for you in order to get you up to speed on what is going on in the Israel-Hamas war. Let's get to the live feed. 50 hostages are expected to be released as early as Thursday, but they are not all going to be released at the same time. We are expected to have 12 to 13 women and children being released, or that's what we uh, believe that will the people will be released because the exchange is going to be for women and children that are currently in Israeli jails. This could be extended with 10 additional people being handed over to the Red Cross from Hamas moving forward. And we are expecting to begin with 50. I am, I am seeing numbers as uh, possible to have up to 80 people that are going to be released. I would like to share a load of details that I have with you. Keep in mind that the details I'm giving to you are from a number of different news, st- news stations and news uh, outlets. I am seeing it across the board throughout Israeli media as well as receiving an official statement to my inbox from the government of Israel to press in Israel. We are expected to have 50 hostages. The deal was announced by the Israeli government on Wednesday morning, and we are expected to have a four-day ceasefire while these hostages are being released. Again, that's going to be 12 to 13 people per day each day of the ceasefire, and there is a chance that there are going to be continued uh, releases of hostages Here are the details coming from Palestinian media. Keep in mind that they do differ from the details that are coming out in Israeli media. Palestinian media says that there are 350 jailed minors and 82 jailed women that are expected to be released in exchange for the 50 hostages that are Israeli. Now, the Israeli media says that there are about 150 Palestinians that are going to be released from Israeli jails in exchange for the 50 hostages that are Israeli that are expected to be handed over. The IDF, Shin Bet, and Mossad agencies, all Israeli, had a resounding yes to this deal. All three of these agencies said that they supported it, and due to that support, many members of Knesset actually came and decided to change their position. Some members of Knesset did not want to acquiesce. They thought that it was a bad idea, 
but very few members of Knesset actually did not vote for this measure by the, at the end of the day. Now, in addition to this, we're expecting fuel to be brought into Gaza. This was also part of the agreement. We're also expecting 300 aid trucks per day to enter Gaza through the Rafah border, which is the border with Egypt uh, going into the Gaza Strip. We can expect some 30 children, some eight mothers and 12 women uh, that are in Hamas custody to be released. Hamas has about 210 out of 240 hostages that we know are being held in the Gaza Strip. The rest of those uh, individuals are likely to be in the hands of PIJ or Palestinian Islamic Jihad. The way this is going to work is that Hamas is going to release the 50 hostages, again, that's 12 to 13 per day during a four-day anticipated ceasefire. They are going to be released to the Red Cross. From the Red Cross, they will be released to Israeli Defense Force or Israeli government officials. From there, they are going to be transferred to locations where they are going to be checked medically. I assume that they're going to be checked as well. This is coming from me now for any booby traps. In my recent reporting, I have found that a lot of bodies, a lot of homes, anywhere that Hamas has been, Israeli defense forces, as well as uh, forensic scientists have reported seeing booby traps on bodies, meaning that people that received bodies of um, killed or slain Israelis and foreign nationals here in Israel from the October 7th massacre were booby-trapped. And so there's going to be a pause before meeting the families in which these individuals, these 50 um, hostages are going to be reviewed. Then they are going to be brought to different centers throughout the country where they're going to have an opportunity to meet with their families. In addition to this, there is going to be Red Cross access for the remaining hostages. Keep in mind, there are 240 hostages in Israel, and just 50 have been resoundingly confirmed to be released. And the Red Cross, which has not previously been allowed to see hostages, which in wartime, that is a crime, the Red Cross is supposed to be able to make visits to hostages in order to be able to heal people or provide medicine. That has not been afforded to the Israeli hostages and the other foreign nationals that are, were taken out of Israel on October 7th. The public can petition this, by the way. The public has 24 hours to petition this hostage release. The Israeli government is not expecting uh, any any petition from the Israeli public, or at least not a large enough petition to actually pause this hostage deal. And with that 24 hours of petition opening, we can expect that this hostage deal could begin as early as Thursday, which would mean there will be four consecutive days of pauses in which hostages will be released. There are dozens of Thai nationals 
that were working in the south of Israel on the day of October 7th. Those Thai nationals will not be released as part of this hostage deal. It is understood that the Thai government is working on their own diplomacy and relationships with Hamas in order to get their people released. And again, we had a question. You can add questions. There's a little question box in the bottom right of your screen if you have a question for me. 300 aid trucks per day are expected to enter Gaza moving forward with this agreement in place in which uh, the people of Gaza will be able to get the items that uh, they need. And that aid is supposed to reach people in need. It's humanitarian aid. Again, there are a number of children that Hamas say they cannot locate. I think that's a little alarming. Hamas says that there are a number of children that are unaccounted for, that are hostages, that are in Gaza, that they don't know where they are. But if they are able to find them, they have the potential of being released. I see that we have some questions here. Are the aid trucks coming from Israel? The aid trucks are entering Gaza through the Egyptian border. It is called the Rafah border. What is Hamas planning to do during the four-day ceasefire period? We have a question from Maynard Ferguson. That is a really important question, Maynard. What is Hamas planning to do during the four-day ceasefire? One of the main issues, this comes from Finance Minister Betzalel Smotrich, who's known to be very far to the right in Israeli politics, is concerned that with the four-day ceasefire, it'll give Hamas exactly what they need, which is an opportunity for they themselves to refuel. One of the criticisms of allowing fuel into Gaza throughout this 46-day fighting and war has been that Hamas is stealing fuel and stealing aid that is meant to go to innocent Palestinian civilians and using it for their own military needs because they are in a strip in which they don't have access to outside utilities. So that is, we don't know exactly what Hamas will do during this time. One can only hope, but uh, it is a large concern, at least for some members, if not all members of Israeli parliament, what Hamas will do during this four-day pause. Um, if anybody else has a question, you can put it in the, in the question box. I'm just going to check here to see if I missed any. Question is, are you answering questions? Yes, I am answering questions. I speak to you currently from New York State. I came in to do some talks on college campuses where a lot of young people, specifically students that I'm speaking with, are scared and dealing with a lot of anti-Semitism. And I have come to speak and talk. We have a question. Seems all the pressure to cease fire is on Israel. Are all parties firing rockets from within and outside of Gaza expected to comply as part of this deal? That's a great question, Lisa. We have also experienced rockets being sent to Israel from the Houthi rebels in Yemen. We have also experienced rockets being shot into Israel's and missiles into Israel from the north, which comes from Hezbollah, which is a fighting group. It's a proxy of Iran. And Hezbollah is working out of the north in Lebanon, sometimes in Syria. 
There have been a number of rockets that have come in and that have even killed Israeli civilians and injured dozens of Israeli civilians. There is no discussion about whether the ceasefire will include Hezbollah or the Houthi rebels. There is a discussion about having six hours of a pause of airstrikes at Israel's northern border. That's not confirmed yet. And I think that that is, le- is a lower down on the priority list for Israeli uh, members of Knesset. We have a question from Marianne. Could this lead to complete ceasefire? There's a lot of concern that there will be a call for a full ceasefire after these four days of ceasefire. And Benny Gantz actually took a question from the National Security Minister Itamar Ben-Gvir who said, what if the pressure surmounts and the pressure calls on Israel not to re-enter the fight, which will cause a delay in Israel's plan to eradicate Hamas from the Gaza Strip? Well, uh, the former defense minister, Benny Gantz, who's now in the war uh, cabinet, he doesn't have a portfolio position, but has a wealth of defense experience behind him, says, do you trust more Hamas or do you trust more your Israeli colleagues? Uh, So the idea is that Israel will make decisions for Israel and Israel will not buckle to international requests. We have a question. Why are a lot of Israelis being shadow banned on Instagram? This actually is a a serious issue. There are a lot of Israeli accounts that are not able to function and not able to post their truths because they are being shadow banned. What's happening is that uh, in an effort to try to eradicate anti-Semitism and uh, Islamophobia, a lot of accounts that are using specific words or um, posting any kind of uh, graphic material Uh, or anything that could be related to the war is actually being flagged and taken down and it's causing people to have to spend a lot of time and effort getting their accounts back. And that's the idea around that. We have a question from Chuck. Will the aid trucks be scrutinized for weapons that could potentially go to Hamas? Now, I don't know about this specific deal regarding the trucks, but I can tell you that any truck that has entered Israel has been extremely sufficiently reviewed down to the last piece and uh, morsel of any item in those trucks. In any previous day that aid has been allowed into Gaza, the IDF has been doing really full and robust inspections to make sure that no weapons or any materials that could be a detriment are allowed in. So without having a confirmation about if those trucks will be reviewed, we do have some past information to provide us some precedent and some precedents, and uh, that is that trucks are always scrutinized. Um, we have a comment here, the pressure is always on Israel. There's a lot of pressure on Israel, certainly. Um, we have another comment, why is Israel giving so much and not the same? get in in return well um i don't have the answer to the moral questions does the ceasefire impact idf physical positions on the ground that is a question i again i am not a military professional but i will tell you from my sources that are on the ground currently in gaza i don't believe that this is going to impact those forces are uh, hunkered down the idf is hunkered down in their various locations throughout the gaza strip and they are in position. 
I doubt that this uh, four-day ceasefire is going to impact that unless, of course, uh, troops are going to leave during this time. I, I don't know the exact answer to that, but I think that uh, business is going to continue uh, along uh, in a, with giving space to this four-day ceasefire. We have a question, what type of prisoners are Israel releasing? Well, from my understanding, there are going to be 30 children, 8 mothers, and 12 women that are going to be released during this, um, during this deal. That is not confirmed by the Israeli government. I'm going to read you their statement soon, but that's the information that the uh, general Israeli media is presenting. And I'm going to get to some more questions, and then I'm going to read you their statement. Why did Israel have to give so many of their prisoners, and we are only getting 50 hostages out? Well, this really is an issue. This has been an issue any time that Israel has engaged in a prisoner swap in the past. Uh, if you recall, there was an enormous prisoner swap in which Gilad Shalit was released from Hamas grips after some five years, and really... Um, exorbitant amounts of prisoners were released during that exchange. Uh, it, it, during this exchange, it is actually understood that not one, Yahya um, Sinwar, but multiple uh, Hamas leaders were actually released during the previous prisoner exchange and came back, re-entered Gazan society only to grow more, only to become more uh, set on removing the Jewish people from the region. And so this is actually a really tough situation for Israel, and that's why this deal took so many hours of negotiating. By the way, Qatar is taking responsibility for this deal. I understand that U.S. officials are also involved in this negotiation for this hostage release. Keep in mind that in the past, there have been a number of Palestinian prisoners that were released from Israeli jails that went on to carry out bigger and badder, heinous terror attacks. And Yahya Sinwar is one of those individuals. He is a Hamas operative, a Hamas terrorist, one of the biggest ones in the organization that was released in a previous prisoner exchange and is thought to be the mastermind behind the October 7th massacre by Hamas on Israelis. I told you at the beginning of the live that I was going to read you the statement by the government of Israel. I ended up getting cut off of my audio, and so I'm finishing up with a recording for you here. I'm going to read you this statement to end our breaking news coverage for the night. Of course, I'll be back with you. The government of Israel is obligated to return home all of the hostages. Tonight, the government has approved the outline of the first stage of achieving this goal, according to which at least 50 hostages, women and children, will be released over four days, during which a pause in the fighting will be held. The release of every additional 10 hostages will result in one additional day in the pause. The government of Israel, the IDF, and the security services will continue the war in order to return home all of the hostages, complete the elimination of Hamas, and ensure there will be no new threat to the state of Israel from Gaza. That is the statement that has been sent out to all government press recipients, including myself, 
And that's the statement from the Government Press Office of Israel. I've read it to you. And that is it for my breaking news update for you for today. And of course, there will be more information rolling out. But in the meantime, it is early in the morning in Israel. The announcement came out sometime around 4 a.m. And it is late in the evening here in the east coast of the United States of America where I am. I came to see family for Thanksgiving as well as to do some speaking on college campuses in an effort to embolden students that are just feeling completely defeated and broken right now. And I'll tell you all about that soon. In the meantime, have a great holiday, a great Thanksgiving if you are celebrating. Keep your eye on the Instagram, and I'll be back with more updates for you. Reporting for you, this is Shanna Fold of the Israel Daily News Podcast.